0: Welcome everyone to today's episode of the Virtual Success Show podcast, where today I am joined by Chris Badgett, who I've had on the podcast before, who is the founder of the Lift LMS um, membership site plugin. And we're here today to talk all about membership sites and why now is the best time ever for you to get your course out of your head onto a a learning management system like something like Lifter um, and get it out to the world. So obviously, I'm Barbara Turley, your host of the Virtual Success Show podcast and founder of the Virtual Hub. Chris, welcome to today's show.
1: Thanks for having me, Barbara. I'm really excited to get into it with you today.
0: Yeah. So look, you know, I know loads of people over time have always wanted to create Membership sites, online courses, um, and you know, you know as well as I do that people get stuck not just with getting the course out of their heads, but getting it onto the platforms. The tech stops people, and usually, business stops people. In that, you know, you're running the day-to-day running of your business stops you. So now is the best time, I think, for a lot of businesses to try to to pivot fast and 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 go this route. But we'll we'll talk about kind of the best businesses that can do that in a minute, but I was really inspired by your, recently you did a four-day um, course creation boot camp. I think you'd call it, online, and with the idea of to help people to get a course out of their head, get out of the weeds, and actually get the course created. Can you give us the short and dirty version of how do we do that, and how do we make it less overwhelming? Because it's quite overwhelming to do it.
1: Yeah, well, first, I just want to acknowledge the huge problem, and this isn't a new problem, because If you think about it if you're watching this right now just raise your hand or smash the like button or whatever if you have ever thought about writing a book but you never actually wrote the book this kind of this is an age-old problem (laughs) right here too with uh creative entrepreneurs and people who want to innovate and are really passionate about a topic or helping a certain type of person so i see unfortunately a lot of people get stuck in the weeds of like they They're looking at the mechanism. They're looking at the course or the membership site or the coaching program that they're going to put on the Internet. And they're really focused on it. But then there's this giant gap between, all right, I got to get these tools and I I got to do some marketing. I got to do some sales. But first things first, I need to um, figure out which course to make, how to make it, how to structure it. So we ran that four-day um, we call it a course design sprint challenge. I brought in a professional instructional designer uh, from Europe to actually facilitate and lead the process. And, and really, um, the worst thing you can do is what I call going into the course creator's cave. This is where we go into our home office and work on a course for months. And for most people, it actually turns into years. And then it never actually launches, or even if it gets built, it never gets like kind of publicly just done. It's just kind of in, um, it's like that screenplay sitting in a box somewhere in your office. So the key to getting it out of your head is starts with who, who are you going to help? Like a lot of times we, what I find to get people moving and unstuck is getting outside of the desire of making money online or having an online business. This is all good stuff. I'm not against it but if we switch our mindset from this is what I need to, I'm going to help this specific type of person achieve this specific type of results. It's not about me and my expertise. It's about, you know, this target market and the result that I can dependably get them, even in challenging circumstances through content and coaching and, you know, other resources. Once we have that mindset, we can start reverse engineering from the result the various milestones that this target customer needs to go through that we're going to help them achieve through uh, courses content exercises tools resources group coaching private coaching community all these things we put our customer at the center of our education business and not ourselves as a guru or expert and then we guide them on that path so and the key to that which we did in the four day design sprint challenge was um doing it like lot like doing it out in the open with real people part of the problem with the course creator cave is you you don't have a feedback loop open so you you got to get your target market involved you got to get their feedback you gotta um you know i love this idea of co-creating with the market even, you might even adapt the curriculum as you go because you're finding like there's other gaps and things they need before they can move on to the next milestone you thought they needed. But I could keep going on and on, like guide me, Barbara.
0: I was about to say, I was like, you know, this sort of idea of creating it and actually it requires a lot of um, ready, fire, aim kind of approach a little bit at the beginning and, and for it not to be perfect and for you to be totally fine with that because you may need to go like, you might decide oh, module four is going to be this. And then when people are going through it, you're like, Oh, we need to change that. So I guess maybe creating a live I've often thought actually, should you just create like, you know, get 10 people who are interested in something and then get them together on on a live Skype thing. That's just live. And just, just do the initial course a sort of a live version of it and then turn it into a course thereafter. It sounds to me like you should just create it on the fly.
1: Yeah. There's actually a name for that. Um, I've heard it called the Skittle method, which stands for screw it, do it live. And what you do is, um, you just figure out a way to get paid from, it's not about the getting a lot of people. Like you said, 10 people, five people, three people. It's more about validating the idea. You know, you go, you go in Skype, you go in zoom, whatever you record it, that becomes the first version of your course. And then you just keep improving it. I know course creators, like who have been launching the same course every year, twice a year for like 10 years and it gets better and better and better. I like to say the course launch is um it's not the finish line, it's actually the starting line. And when we have that mindset, running that first version live like you're talking about is a great way to get moving and 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 get started with real people with a feedback loop open so that the course creator's not in the cave in a vacuum, you know, where where all the dragons are that like Sabotage the project.
0: So, this is this whole concept that you've been talking about. About actually, it's like a collaborative approach with your ideal client or customer who you may already have, because that person might need or that company might need more help or whatever. So, it's about listening to the market, collaborating with them on creating what they need, and then being okay with the fact that the first iteration of that course might not be as slick and perfect as you want, but you're getting feedback and you're probably still creating a huge amount of value four people who actually take you up on the, on the course offer. I guess that's kind of where we're going with it.
1: Totally. Totally. And my friend Danny says, um, if you put some time constraints on it, like you don't have to create the transformational program, your life's legacy, all your expertise in one. That's very dangerous. Imagine you're on a plane from, um, you know, Sydney to Los Angeles and that's all the time you've got. Maybe a shorter ride, maybe like a two to four hour ride. And your target market sits down, that person sits down in the seat next to you and you're going to help them get that result and you have four, four hours to do it. By giving yourself that constraint, that can also help you with the, um, not putting, trying to put cram too much into the program, especially the first version.
0: Well, I guess the, the way to do that then is to have a launch date and to announce it. We're starting on
1: <laughs> two weeks time. That's what we did with the four-day bootcamp. We had, we had nothing. And we just set a date a month before and we got ready and launched it and did it live.
0: Yeah. And as you were saying to me off air just before we did this, is that you would change a lot of things in the second iteration. You learned a lot from it. But that's the whole point. I guess it's like starting a business. I mean, you know, we all start businesses and years into it, you're like, oh, it looks so different now than what it was when we first started. It's so much better. Some might be worse. But typically, you sort of collaborate with your clients and and get feedback and, you know, iterate as you go. So I guess it's the same with a course. Now the second thing, so getting out of your head, I always think is the first problem people face. They become overwhelmed with that. They don't just start. The next thing people get overwhelmed with is the tech. So let's talk about the tech stack because people think that to have a course, you have to have like all the bells and whistles. You have to have all the password protected sites. And and as we said, for the initial iteration, maybe all you need is a Skype group. But eventually, you do want to put that course um, into somewhere that you can you can start to refine it, make it look a bit more slick. So talk to me about how do we not let the tech stack stop us? because a lot of people do get stopped by that, apart from getting a VA to build it, but let's get into that after
1: <laughs> yeah it's a it's a great question. I do see a lot of people get in the tech weeds, and I've seen millionaire course creators who have nothing but a Dropbox file with a bunch of videos in it, like when people buy the course, they just get access to that Dropbox folder. And I bet if you're watching this now, you could do that. If you deliver it live, like we talked about, All you need is like a Zoom account or a Skype account and a PayPal account or whatever. Like it can be very, very, having a mindset of minimalism is really important. You know, if we get into WordPress as an example, if you already have a WordPress website, um, I see people sometimes get into, especially if they're newer to WordPress, there's all these like page builders and fancy layouts and all this stuff that like, let's go back and just remember that the person who's buying our course they want the content, they want the transformation, they need the information. They might need you to kind of lay out steps of what to do, like assignments or um, supporting resources to like, help facilitate the learning. The fancy layout is not worth getting sidetracked on. Um, so minimalism is super key, especially for the first inter- iteration. Um, I love that you said outsourcing it. This was, this was such a problem in our community at, at Lifter LMS that um we we created uh what we call the lift lms experts program so that like people could be like look you don't have you know there are other people who like build wordpress sites all day long that can do it for you or like in your world barbara with the virtual assistants i've had a, a virtual assistant for the same one for like six years and i have no idea where i would be without kathy and It's just like where where do you want where do you want to spend your time? It's hard enough. Like, think about this whole thing of writing a book. Like, you know, guilty, I tried to write a book. You just needed a computer and a word processor. Course creation, we're getting into videos, we're getting into audio, we're getting into website. Like there's more tech than the book author thing. So if you thought writing a book was hard, courses go minimal. Use the the camera that's already in your laptop and the audio stuff that's already in your laptop. Um, if you already have a WordPress site for marketing, drop in the free version of Lifter LMS. Build out the outline based on the tips we just described of helping a specific customer get a specific result, even if you haven't created the content yet, and get moving, and, and you know hook it up to Stripe or PayPal. Like, this is the minimum tech stack, and and that's it. That's how you start.
0: So there's a free version of the Lifter, Lifter plugin for WordPress, which is great.
1: Yeah, see, that's that's the thing I, I learned in this four-day boot camp this instructional designer dude was like like we weren't even halfway through it we already had the prototype built inside of a WordPress site with Lifter and it was done like it was like so you can actually prototype your course idea for free you don't have to invest a ton of money you can get a free PayPal account uh you know free Lifter and you know you have to pay a little bit for your domain name and your website but you probably already have that anyways so the, the, the money doesn't need to get in the way to start.
0: Yeah. And look at the moment. I mean, everything, you know, I, I keep saying this in all these lives we're doing. I mean, the reality is, yes, we are going through a crisis time. Yes, a lot of businesses have been smashed. But I can tell you one thing we know for sure. Everybody's online. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's listening to podcasts. Everybody is online because we're all at home, right? And it's it's probably the best time ever to actually think about if you're not online, you know, there's lots of strategies. You can just start a podcast, you can start a membership site, you can get your online course created, you can get your, your, your business digitalized pretty easily. And capitalizing on this moment in time, it's it's a moment in time and it, it may not happen again. So you just got to try to get, you know, out of your own way and get this stuff up. And it actually is not difficult You can get VAs to help, you can hire people online to help, um, but you can also do it yourself if that's what you really want to do. But it's time to sort of get there. So so that brings me to something I want to discuss about pivoting. So some businesses are now going to have to pivot. You know, I've seen amazing stories out there, like there's even a a shop in Sydney. I heard this story of a shop in Sydney, Australia, that is a chocolate shop, right? They sell chocolate and they very quickly pivoted and got their shop up, up online um, and they did more sales than they normally now it was easter so let's be honest that was kind of but they managed to do like explosive sales even though the shop was closed during a time a crisis time because they got fast and pivoted and got their shop up online so let's talk pivot stories you put out an article i think literally today about a saas company that got their online course using lifter lms but got their online course up fast and the idea was to stop churn Stop cancellations and help their, their customers to get more success and to create more sales. So talk about how can we use this as a pivot story? Um, this is a pivot opportunity.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of lessons in what Adrian Toby of Groundhog did with his pivot to having a, adding an academy to his business. So um, the first thing is he was able to move extremely fast because he was already a techie, so he already knew WordPress. But you could experience the same results just by outsourcing to a VA, like the WordPress part. Like he had his academy up; it looked great in like a day or a week or something, and then he went about creating the course. He he actually created three courses. One was a quick start course on how to use his software. Another was how to use his software for his most popular um, use case customer, which, funny enough, is actually a course creator. And number three he created a partner program that people could join that where he trains them on how to sell basically to become power affiliates and promotional partners with his company. He had all that up and running like in less than a month and you know, it reduced his churn. It helped people activate into his software and um, you know, it it, it created just added value to his community. So, he didn't have to hire more people to manually, um, deliver those, you know, activities. He did it through education in a scalable way. Um, but the pivot is everything. I mean, just to go on one small tangent, I remember when I was, um, new kind of getting started in online business later in life, I was 30 at the time I was at the chamber of commerce meeting, and I heard the, I was doing, I, I was really passionate about video marketing. And I heard the woman on stage leading this thing, like hundreds of people in the room. And she introduced me, the new member. And I heard her say the name of the business that I named, which was Business Showcaser. And I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. And, and I, uh, I just pivoted. I mean, here I am as an LMS software entrepreneur. I've been through like hundreds of pivots. It's literally the key to, to success.
0: Actually, I want to just add there, you know, the pivot doesn't have to be changing business. Like, so everyone thinks pivoting is like changing what you're doing, but there are different ways of pivoting in this type of a crisis. And I mean, you can pivot anytime, but sometimes you just add on something. Sometimes it's a, it's a change in how you deliver something. So maybe you're used to delivering something in person and now you have to do it online. Well, that's a pivot. Just how it can be the same thing, just a different version of how you deliver it. But also it can be a big add-on
1: a couple of ideas just to throw out there like i'm an entrepreneur so i can't turn it off i have this like problem solving personality type so like restaurants i'm like you know what why don't you why don't you create courses on how people can make your signature dish have your chef make a course on how to make the thing people buy the most at your restaurant so that people can make it at home while everybody's on quarantine i'm literally like if you're a gym owner or a personal trainer. Like, this is not new, like yoga DVDs and at-home fitness and P90X and all this stuff. Like, anybody can do that. Like, and it can be even better than like a DVD experience now with but that gym owner needs to like come online, just keep doing what you're already doing, just mix up the delivery mechanism a little bit.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, I think it's a mindset thing too, though. Some people just go straight into the negativity of the whole thing. Business is gone. Everything's decimated. I'm terrible. And, you know, that might be the case for some businesses, but there are businesses out there that are, you've no choice but to just, you know, find the opportunity wherever you can. And that's kind of what, what we're talking about here is that don't let, you know, if you've got an online course, you've been thinking about it, whatever, just get it up there and just get it out to the world. This is the best time ever to do it. And don't worry about I mean, I don't even worry about who's watching these Facebook lives. It doesn't really matter, actually. Because as you keep consistently doing things and you keep putting stuff out there, especially in a time like this, it will stick. And consistency is key, of course. So that's the thing. So Chris, where can they find out more about you, about Lifter LMS? Um, I know you've got a great, a very, very vibrant um, Facebook group that I'm a part of too. And lots of other course creators are in there. Where can they find out more?
1: Uh, you can find me at lifterlms.com. I have a podcast for course creators called LMS Cast, and if you just look for Lifter LMS on Facebook, you'll find our uh, Facebook group. So if you've thought about uh, making a course, go go check that out as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's great tips in there, and, and actually, you've got your the two-hour synopsis of your four-day saw that today of the four-day uh, course creators um, extravaganza that you just did. So that was that's really insightful information for anyone to to get going. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Chris, today on the, the, the Facebook Live podcast. I don't know if anyone can hear this pitter-patter of rain going on my, uh, on my roof at the moment, so that's great for a podcast. But anyway, in these times, we have to do what we have to do. Um, everyone, if you're enjoying the podcast, you can catch this on iTunes, uh, on our website as well at
1: thevirtualhub.com.
0: Give us a rating, give us a thumbs up, let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And until next time, thanks, Chris. Thanks, everyone.
1: Thanks, Barbara. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Success Show. If
0: you found this show helpful, take a moment to share it with a friend so that we can all grow together.